Hey, baby. Welcome back. This is Bay Area Baseball Podcast. I'm Clayton and Prota. Hey, baby. This is Tyler Hall. Uh, welcome back to Bay Bay Baseball, everybody. It's been a little while. Yeah, it sure has been. I've been I've been out. I've, I've been missing it in action. Uh, pretty dang busy. I got lost in the woods for like weeks. Literally in the woods. And, and then I got the Rona. <laughs> Even though yep. vaccinated, it, I, I mean, you could still get it. Although I will say, I'm sure the vaccination probably helped keep some of the terrible effects, like they said, like they said it would. So I'm feeling good. Yeah. I can't taste anything. But, but so yeah. Clay's been out on the COVID protocols, but we're back now. The Rona call. The Rona calls. It's, yeah yeah it's not you know it's not fun you don't want to get it but yeah i mean i'm I'm down to wear my mask again i mean i don't want to wear my mask again but it seems like we got to saying 10 out of 10 would not recommend getting coronavirus i would yeah 10 out of 10 do what you can to stop it um yeah listen to the experts somebody's had it you know <laughs> now i can officially say it uh yeah Clay kept the bullet for you guys I did. He, he was the yeah. guinea pig. We all went back out. We all thought it was fun. And I had to go quarantine for another 10 days. And that, oh, it was like flashbacks. I was, I'm so bored. So bored. Yeah. Because that's a, well, thanks, glad you're doing well, buddy. Thankfully, there's a full season of baseball while I'm quarantined up here. So we can get back to it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, uh, for those who, you have to, this is the first time you listen. We had 19 listeners on our last podcast. So, hey, look at us. Our moms are listening like seven, eight times each now. They, yeah, exactly. You know, they miss. Love us you, so mom. Much. <laughs> it's nice to know some of you guys are sticking around to listen to some of these episodes. So a lot of eventful stuff happening in our life. Obviously, Tyler, uh, big news. So uh, in the Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, reach out uh, if you guys live up in the Sacramento area. We'll go to some some Cats games together and see the uh, see the Triple A. You know, River Cats, it'll one day be Giants. Hopefully, yeah. uh, you know, see some Ramos, see some Bart, see some Luciano in a year or two. Let's do it. Hit me up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I need to get up there and watch a Kings game or two. So, yeah, hopefully we'll see what happens with that draft. But getting back, we had a little little drafting a couple weeks ago that Tyler and I never got to talk about. Um wasn't you know crazy interesting over on the A's side uh, I will say it was really funny the first round pick was uh Max Muncy not the Max Muncy you know but Thousand Oaks High School uh short not the Max Muncy that all Giants fans hate right now that all Giants fans hate uh, a different Max Muncy so um can't say much bad about this guy because you don't know him uh but he uh yeah so um they you know, didn't pick up much after that. I mean, they did pick up a couple pitchers and, uh, you know, maybe some future bats. Obviously, their their pitching is a little bit low on the rotation. They just, you know, gave up one of their really good pitchers or hopefully a future great pitcher. Uh, but getting back to it, yeah, not not really much of that much excitement or anything to really write home about other than kind of a ironic. Oh, he also shares the same birthday as the Major League Baseball Max Muncy. So interesting story there. But that's about it. Nice. Well, uh, you know, the Giants took nine pitchers to start the draft. Uh, their first round pick, number 14, was Will Bedner from uh, Mississippi State. Um, 
you know, so, I mean, obviously if you look at the, the Giants farm, it's most of the top prospects we have are, are bats. So it makes sense to kind of focus on the pitching. Um, you know, it was really cool. Uh, they signed Bedner and uh, he came to what, when the Giants signed their first round pick, they usually come to a game, get announced in front of the crowd and meet, you know, the big league team and the pirates were in town and uh, Will Bedner's brother is a reliever for the pirates. So they got to have like a little family reunion his brother actually pitched in that game and kind of looked over and gave him like a little smile after he got out of the inning as he was going back to the Pirates dugout. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, you know, hopefully a few of these arms can hit and, uh, you know, just keep strengthening the farm system that we have and have so far not depleted it all at the trade deadlines. We have about 21 hours to go. So. Yeah, absolutely. Arms that can hit, I don't, I don't really understand that. So, uh, yeah. uh, arms like they hit, like they were good picks, not <laughs> actually hit. Like the, the, the draft pick is a hit. Like, <laughs> no, no, I meant, I meant, I was joking. I was like, because uh, we don't have the universal. Team. Oh, soon we won't. None of us will have the DH, so we won't have to worry if the arms hit or not. If the arms can hit, <laughs> unless you're Shohei Otani. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, we saw, I, you know, uh, we saw Manea the other week during then that giant series, uh, throw, you know, I guess arms can hit over here in yeah. the American league, but you know, why, why, why bother? Why, who wants to see that? Nobody wants yeah. That. Right. Boring. <laughs> no, big, big diggers. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, we, we see, uh, the, the bats come alive. I mean, obviously the giants, um, looking fine. Flying eye 63. Is that what you guys are at right now, 63? Uh, yeah, I think after this afternoon, they are at 63 and 38. No, they're 60, it would be 64 and 38, I believe, um, now. So, um, yep, 64 and 38, because the uh, day game against the Dodgers ended about half an hour ago. Uh, three games up on the Dodgers, six games up on the pods, um, you know. We knew this was going to be a tough stretch for the Giants. They've played the Dodgers seven times in the last week and a half or so. They went five and two, uh, thanks to a couple Kenley uh, Jansen meltdowns. But also they won the second game in L.A. when they probably should have lost. So, you know, it evens out. It's 162 games for a, uh, a reason. But, uh, you know, five and two over those seven games is huge. Game, you know, three games on them head-to-head. -head. Done playing in L.A. for the rest of the year now. I think there's only one more series here um in a, in a little bit uh so it was great to kind of you know hold our own against the dodgers especially i tweeted out something right before the pod that uh dodgers fans have been complaining how the giants haven't played anyone good all year and i guess they're right <laughs> but, uh but yeah more yep. tough tests ahead i know we got our first games with the uh we got houston this weekend which will be tough uh a's fans should be big giants fans this weekend and then uh, we also have our first games against the Brewers coming up very soon. And I believe it was the Braves uh, sandwiched between a couple series with the Diamondbacks. So hopefully they, you know, handle their business against Arizona. They have no, no business losing to those guys. And then, you know, start playing some tough teams as the Dodgers would say. So how about, uh, how about in the East Bay clay? Uh, well, uh, A's had kind of an up and down July. Um, it would have been nice to see, you know, a, a little bit better. I, I, they, they're looking great against, you know, the Texans to, to start it off with, but they, they just took a loss to the Ast uh, series loss to the Astros right before that. It was a series loss to the Red Sox. 
Um, you know, got a nice little break with the all-star break, but they weren't able to get a sweep on the Rangers, which would have been a nice way to kind of close out those first couple weeks. But um, they came back. Uh, they they didn't win the series against the Indians. And then they um, are or one of the Guardians, which I, I'm, I'm pro that new name. I, I like the Guardians. So um, classier move than, than the just the baseball team. But What are know. they guarding? <laughs> they're guarding. They're the traffic guardians. They, they guard the bridge. They're the traffic guardians of the bridge. Um, I assume this is really big in Cleveland because the traffic famous, the traffic. famous bridge in Cleveland, the famous bridge in Cleveland, the guardians of traffic, which is apparently an epically, uh, epically proportional thing to guard in Cleveland. I don't know what traffic's like there. It's anything it sounds like, like a rejected Marvel script or something. <laughs> it's the guardians of the traffic. I'd like, I like it. Like, I like those pro pro humanitarian, you know, pro earth, <laughs> pro, pro traffic laws. I don't know. Pro anyway. Tom Hanks making the announcement for them yeah anything other than indians is pretty is pretty okay with me i'll i'll give them that um but uh anyway so they they ended up they had a really nice couple wins against the angels who just were not the threat um that everyone said that they were going to be this season uh and then uh took a wild series loss to the mariners which was really disappointing i think just taking three losses in a row two of them should have been wins they the mariners came up from behind um, and then the Mariners traded, uh, <laughs> traded, uh, um, Kendall Graveman, right? Graveman for, <laughs> for, for a reliever. And it was like, you just traded one of your best bats. And, uh, I'm only disappointed they did it after the series. Um, and then they gave him to the Astros. It just doesn't really make sense to me. So, uh, Mariners are clearly out to actively sabotage the, uh. I mean, I don't know if you read the Mariners clubhouse was very pissed off after that trade because Seattle's having a pretty good year for what people expected from them. Right. You know, they're like right around 500, I think, you yeah. know, they're yeah. hanging around and they're, they're in contention for the wild card. They could even be play. you know, as far as the Yankees are playing, they could easily, you know, they could easily take a good wild card spot from the Yankees and then to trade Graveman like that for a reliever within your own division too. Like, I guess he was a big guy. Like everyone in the clubhouse loved him too. So you trade like a clubhouse favorite within your division for like not a good return. You're basically, you're the general manager. You're telling the team, like, I'm not here to win. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you look at how the, what the president said, who had to resign at the beginning of the season, was just talking about how they're screwing over players. And I don't know, you still, I mean, they still have quite a few fans that still show up to T-Mobile Park. And it's like, I don't know, how can you support a clubhouse that does that to their team? Not that, you know, anything's great happening over here where our clubhouse is actively threatening the city. Uh, but I'll, I'll blame a little bit of Rob Manfred and, and John Fisher for that too, who we never hear from. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's you know it's it's such it's such a bizarre move, and it and it, and it hurts the A's in the long run, and it, and it hurts you know the Mariners too. But it really you know it's just a really dis- bizarre decision there. Um, but well, speaking of hurting the A's in the long run, do you want to talk about the Luzardo trade? Well, yeah. So yeah, if we could, get, I mean, we can get to that. Yeah. Anyway, well, there, so anyway, there was there was a Luzardo trade, but then there was uh, two good games against the Padres. Obviously, they didn't win the first one, but had put on a, a hell of a show against the Padres in the second um, second game. Padres are obviously you said riddled by injuries. We were talking, uh, you know, you and I were talking before the podcast about this, but um, I don't know. There seemed to be a bit of a spark, and I think that was. Uh, uh, yesterday when they played the Padres was there, there was an announcement of the Luzardo trade um, for uh, Starling Marte. 
And personally, I think this makes a lot of people are really surprised because of how much A's fans have adored Jesus Lizardo. Um, he's been just their project uh, ever since I, I think he was signed by the Nationals initially. And then got he's tra- only 23, right? 23 years old. Yeah, they, they drafted They got him really young. And uh, he was obviously, I mean, at, at some point they thought he was capable to pitch in the big leagues and he still could be able to pitch in the big leagues. But as we know, the A's aren't sitting around investing money like that. And if they think that they've got a playoff run this year, Jesus Lizardo is not pitching at the capability to be part of a playoff run this year. And whether or not they want to try and get him back in the future is one thing, but um, at this point in time, he just, he wasn't going to be a part of this, you know, playoff run and, and he wasn't doing very well, even in the minors when they sent him down. So um, arguably that league is a bit more of a home run hitting league. Um, it's a bit tougher to play as a pitcher, but I, it didn't seem just a, a very good fit for Lizardo and maybe going, you know, home to Miami where he can be around his high school buddies and around his friends. You know, he, he was an oak broke his hand or he broke his pinky playing video games. You know, obviously there's some you know decision-making that, you know, maybe this just isn't a good fit for him and, you know, whether or not he's going to be great in the future, maybe it just didn't fit for the clubhouse. Now you take a bat like, you know, Starling Marte, we're looking at, we, we keep, you know, leaving runners in scoring position and Marte is the guy that can fill that pocket. He's hitting three over 300 and he hits it right. He hits in the pockets. He can hit opposite field. Um, he, you know, he's just really at ease when he's on the plate and he's a super serious player. You know, it seems kind of an odd fit for the clubhouse, but, um, just a super serious player. I don't know if you've heard about, um, he lost his, his wife, uh, like a right at the beginning of the pandemic or right before the pandemic. And, um, just kind of really puts on a, a, a big baseball face and really plays for his community and his, and his family and stuff like that. So I think he's actually a really interesting addition to the clubhouse. I think he's going to bring some fire to the bats. And I think hopefully you see you guys get a little more serious at the plate. You know, it's, it's been a little lackadaisical, but you know, as, as we all know, when the base bats can get hot, you've got Kiana, Loriano, Chapman, Olsen, all these players that if they get hot, they can be incredible. Um, just need to keep moving them around the bases. So I think it's a great trade. I mean, for, for, what the A's are looking at, you know, they don't have to pay off the rest of Marte's um, contract. That was, you know, the Marlins will or cover that end of it. And, uh, you know, obviously Lizardo, that might be a loss in the future, but if you're looking at a playoff run right now um, or even a world series run, then Lizardo's not going to be a part of it. Yeah. I mean, and I guess if you're an A's fan and I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer here, but if, if you're an, a, an Oakland A's fan and you're not sure how much longer the team could potentially be here, I guess it doesn't hurt that they're going all in for one of the potential last couple years they could be here. And uh, I've said it before. I hope they stay. I'm not like trying to be a, an asshole here, but like no, no, and, and, well, there's a chance that it could be one of their last couple seasons here. So I guess, you know, go all in. And Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not even saying, you know, saying much word on the other ways is that, you know, it's a, it's a money game and, uh, A's are going to go where the money goes, but um, can't be disappointed about that. But I, you know, the A's, for a smart A's fan, you sit there and you yell about the office. Hey, why aren't you spending money? Why not get us a good player? Get us a good player. Get us a player. And then they go, oh, okay, we'll get Starling Marte. Well, then you can't say like, oh, you know, why'd you get Starling Marte? It's like, well, you know, he was probably the best outfielder, op- like a best option for a bat and an outfielder that you could possibly have. So why not? Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, so there was that trade, and then they got Andrew <laughs> Andrew Chafin, who is like totally opposite um, left-handed pitcher. Uh, his 
I can't remember what his handle is perfectly, but it's big country, like 1736 or something like that. Did you hear about what, did you hear about his request to A's fans? Yeah. So if anybody out there is listening, if you can hook up Andrew Chafin with a boat, also let us know or let him know that we told you about, if you can find the new pitcher for the Oakland A's, a boat to live in that he can also go fishing on. Um, he'll get you free tickets to a game and uh, buy you some beers. So, you know, hopefully if we can all get kind of, you know, treated into this deal, I, I don't know anybody with a boat, um, would love to hook him up with the, with the boat, but that's pretty cool that this guy just wants to live in the bay. He just uh, wants to, you know, Lonely Island it on a boat. On a boat. I mean, I, if that's what puts you in the minute, if that's what gets you going, you know, if you're just, uh, uh, you're like, hey, I need to fish all day and then I float into the harbor and I go play, uh, you know, do, do a little relief inning. This guy lives the life, as far as I'm concerned. He's an A's legend before, you know, before he even barely got started. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Love to see it. I mean, uh, on the on the trade front for the Giants, it's been pretty quiet. They've been, I mean, connected to a bunch of guys. They've been connected to Scherzer, you know, Bryant, Kimbrell, Berrios, you name them. They've been kind of linked to them, so... Uh, I mean, there were rumors earlier today that Scherzer was going to the Padres. Um, I guess I mean, I'm I've been refreshing, you know, MLB trade rumors basically all day. I just refreshed in a few minutes ago. Apparently, uh, Heyman's re- you know is reporting still that it's not a done deal. Um, they basically have the the groundwork to a, a trade, but Scherzer has like a no trade, and he can basically choose where he goes to. So it makes sense for them to get as many di- offers as they can and be like, okay, we'll send you to any of these places. We're happy with all of their offers. Where do you want to go? And so, you know, that still potential there. Um, the the Dodgers did land uh, Danny Duffy from the Royals. Uh, I think he's out for at least another few weeks, but if he comes back healthy, that could be uh, a big pickup for the – for the Dodgers, that's another arm that the Giants were kind of linked to. So, you know, I feel like it's going to be kind of like a, a normal Farhan deadline here. He's always played it pretty quiet into the vest. You know, I think a lot of the, the player, the players they've been linked to have been, you know, partially speculation because he's always kept his front office and his team pretty tight lipped. So I don't think they're going to be, be giving out any info to people outside of the organization too much about who they're actually going for. And I think, you know, the Giants are kind of playing with house money this year. No one thought they would have the best record in baseball. I mean, end of April, people asked if it was a fluke. End of May, end of June, now end of July, people are asking if this is a fluke or not. And they're, they still have the best record in baseball. So they're kind of playing with house money. They're a year or two at least ahead of where people thought they could be. So, you know, I think it, it could be a normal Farhan deadline where he sells a little bit here, buys a little bit there. You know, like I've said it before, he's the king of the incremental upgrade. So if there's a little trade he can make that just makes them a little bit better, sometimes if you have the best record in baseball, you don't need to get a lot better. You just need to get a little bit better. Uh, so we'll see what he does. I tweeted it many a time. And Farhan, we trust. Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's uh... – I guess the big news earlier today, though, uh, the, the Giants did uh, DFA Michael Talkman. Uh, basically won two, arguably three uh, games for the Giants single-handedly this year. So, I mean, he just couldn't hit these last weeks or months almost. Uh, so, but, you know, he, he definitely had big contributions. And, uh, you know, we'll see if they can lump him in on a trade or if he gets through waivers and accepts an assignment 
to Sacramento, but uh, they, uh, yeah, DFA Talkman finally uh, optioned uh, Rebia down to the minors. A lot of people have been waiting for him to get off of the, get out of the bullpen. Uh, that allowed the Giants to activate Crawford after the minimum 10 days and bring uh, Sanchez back to the pen. So, so yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah well, an exciting, uh, exciting second half of the season. I mean, we're, we're starting to see just the kind of beginning signs of it, obviously. But Yeah, 60. I don't know how many the A's have left exactly, but Giants have 60 games left. We're basically entering the dog days of summer. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, this is when the – this is uh, – as they say, uh, when when the A's kind of um, start putting the pedal to the metal, I mean they're they're definitely a second half team. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. So adding a bat like that, we'll cross our fingers for another big big money trade. Um, and you know if they, they've got a little bit of room to to add something in there. We'll see if they add it in there. And then hey, you know surprise Bay Bay baseball Bay Bridge championships. Hey here. Bay Bay World Series, let's do it. Do it. If there's a Bay Bridge World Series, like they have to credential us for this thing, right? I mean, we're the sure. only outlet. outlet. Blue, we better have blue check marks and <laughs> like our own little box where we go. Uh, Bay, Bay Area. Legend. That'd be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. That's the world I want to live in have a Bay Bridge World Series. Uh, and speaking really quick of the Bay Bridge Series, uh, Clay and I will be in Oakland uh august 22nd for that sunday day game so if you guys are coming out to the bay bridge series i I hope we'll get another episode or two in before then i i think clay and i will i think we're both you know getting a little normally back normal schedule but uh whether you hear from us before then or not we'll we'll tweet about it come come hang out with us and have a beer at the treehouse on uh, august 22nd and uh that'd be That'd be fun to meet some of you guys. So, uh, you got anything else for us, Clay? You know, uh, let's go, let's go, Bay Bay baseball. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, uh, muito obrigado yeah. to everybody. And uh, yeah, and a special, you know, thanks to all of our listeners that came back, and um, and our moms, of course, and and as usual, a special shout out to uh, Hurricane Chris. Hey, Bay Bay. Hey, Bay Bay. Hey baby, hey baby, hey baby.